0: Welcome back, P-Town. This is Andy Q, and I'm here live with Larry Ortega. What's
1: up, P-Town? <laughs>
0: All right. So uh, today we're going to do a little bit of, of civic engagement and uh, voter education kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, we brought Larry in because he called me the other day and uh, talking about Measure P, and I didn't know too much about it. Uh, I read uh, a little bit of the information, but, you know, sometimes when we read these ballots, um there's a lot of questions that still are unanswered and the way they, they write it can be confusing, you know, pro or against. So, uh, we're having you on to help us kind of navigate us through through um, what's going on with measure P. Yeah.
1: I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you, Andy, and everything you do here, man. You're so, your work here is so incredibly important. Um, and, uh, thank you for the opportunity to come on and kind of share a perspective that I think that the public needs to know, you know, with regard to, uh, you know, this increase in taxes, Measure P, is, is, just, is just that. It wants to uh, eliminate the uh, the sunset, which is meaning that the the tax was actually going to fall off uh-huh. at a particular date. And now they're saying that they don't want that to happen. And uh, they framed it in the context, the uh, wording of the particular measure, P, as in Paul, uh is framed in the context of that it—if uh, you don't vote for
0: it—that
1: yeah. uh, your 911 services are going to go away, yeah, which yeah. is uh, not completely accurate, you know, because if you think about where our taxes go, they go into the general fund, right? Right. This is not specifically just for 911 services; it's right. uh, it's for everything. And um, you know, my my thing before I get too much deeper into that, I want to kind of frame it a little bit um, in terms of how I feel about taxes and how I felt initially when this was introduced, because this is a uh, a continuation uh-huh. from a 2018 ballot measure. Yes,
0: 2018.
1: That uh, was successfully passed. And when the uh, mayor of Pomona had originally introduced it, uh, I remember I was there at the uh, Democratic Club. I was a uh, in attendance that day, Uh and the Democratic Club for Pomona Valley was voting on whether or not, in 2018, whether or not they were going to endorse it. And, uh, you know, immediately when I see new taxes, uh, you know, I I look at it as a, uh, kind of as a cop-out, you know, and I don't see, because I don't see, I mean, economically speaking, um, when you take people's money away, Uh by more taxes, you kind of hurt yourself right? And you hurt the local businesses and you you have less to spend and, right. you know, the businesses have, you know, uh, you know less income as a result of it, right? So that whole idea of taxing to shore up a, a shortfall of, you know, potential challenges that the city may have in their budget, right. uh, it has to be like way, 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 way down on the, you know, list of, okay, what are we going to do about this? Right. You know, particularly since we have, you know, a lot of innovative ideas. You know, you go to the city council meetings and you hear people talk about um having the city utilize its uh the city right now owns twenty four percent of the of all the property in the city of Pomona. Oh really? Yeah. So almost a quarter. Yeah. Almost right. a quarter, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh and you see downtown Pomona, a lot of undeveloped spaces, right. you know, been that way for how many years, right? Yeah. Almost decades, maybe even, you well, know?
0: And that's because of negligent landlords, right? Like, I know well, there's uh, two specific companies.
1: Well, and in, in, not in the case of the city, right? Yeah, the okay. city-owned property, right. right? There are those guys, yes. right? Downtown, I always we think about Lake
0: Pomona. Right, right
1: yeah, right. Lake, Lake Pomona. Yeah. Charles um, Group, I think they're called. Right, yeah, and... Uh, you know, you, you have those, obviously, but you, you talk about what is in the city's sphere of influence and what yeah. they can do immediately with the property that they own. Yes. And and there's been several groups that have come up and say, why don't we do more farming? Why don't there yeah. be incentive for, like, right. kind of grow your own, do your stuff, uh, mm-hmm. you know, help supply the the local food marts and whatever yeah. with, with food right. that, that we can grow? And a lot of people are, are trying to turn to that. Particularly with, you know, inflation yes. these days, uh, you know, food is, uh, because it's in a monopolistic state right. and you get most of your food from, you know, one or two, three different sources, yes. you know, they are able to charge whatever they, whatever they want. And right. if the, you know, these groups were allowed to flourish and come in and the city would support them, there's an economic model there that has been proven across the globe. I mean, they do it in Spain, yeah, they yeah. do it in uh, Cleveland, you know, and they do it in, in other parts of South America. I mean, there's 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 plenty of models that show when the city participates and supports the community and the public and, you know, entrepreneurs right. in this food-growing process that everybody is benefiting. You got, you know, the whole health thing. Yes. And, in fact, it's something that I had uh, worked on um, back in when, I guess, 2016, I want to say, when the uh, – yeah, it would be 2016 when – uh, I was working with this thing called Pomona Valley Verde, okay. and we were talking about maybe bringing um, hydroponics. We were going to uh, duplicate a model that was successful in Cleveland yeah. where they were growing on maybe three acres of land lettuce in, in inside, and it was hyd- hydroponically grown, and they were supplying all the local hotels yeah, and yeah, supermarkets yeah. with this lettuce. And uh, we, were, we were talking to the CEO. In fact, there were some... Some people here in Pomona, professors at Cal Poly, yeah. you know, we were like, hey, let's, you know, let's try to make this happen. And, uh, you know, we really, we weren't able to get uh, airborne on it. Right. Uh, it was an idea kind of before its time, I think. Uh, I think
0: yeah, before its time. But yeah. I, got, I got to tell you, right? yeah. um, some of the things that you have said, you know, I, I can envision that that's the, the type of future that I would like to see my sons grow up in Pomona is where there were green spaces and parks and community gardens uh, are accessible and they're, they're there. They're they're a, a intricate part of our community where we eat uh, healthy, nutritious, uh, exactly. you know, foods that are grown within yeah. you know a, a small carbon footprint. Absolutely, uh, yeah. and we also get to hang out and, and enjoy you know being oh in my the trees. The, yeah. the kids running around and. The smell of barbecue again out in the right? park, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: it's it's a beautiful thing, and and, and you look at uh, only in the United States do we have like the big giant refrigerators. I was listening to
0: ah.
1: a podcast by Jimmy Dore. I don't know if you yeah, yeah. if you follow him at all, but he was doing something with uh, Doctor Drew, yes, um, who's a uh, you know famous podcaster. Did the you know was on KRQ for a long time, yes, yes. the Doctor Drew Show. You remember? Anyways, he's had uh, he he was he was sharing it during this podcast with Jimmy Dore. They were sharing that the refrigerators out in Europe are like right. a third of the size that we have here in uh, in the United States, and that's because we're the only ones eating all this processed food. They eat more healthy. They go to the market every day, right? They don't need right. a big refrigerator because yes. they only need you know
0: a little bit, right? I've experienced that for myself. You I, saw I it back back through Europe. Right? Stayed in hostels, and the, yes, the refrigerators for the most part. Uh, we're, we're a lot smaller than American freezers, right. and they didn't have the extra freezer right. in the garage and all of that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Same same kind of concept, man. And it's like, um, you know, and, and there's people here in Pomona, man, that are ready to to do this. You yeah. know, they they want they want to make it happen. So. so that so that's one that's one example. Yeah. A, an, another example is, um, you know, there's there's certain policy issues that. When uh, and back again, it was about 2016, 2017, 2018. I was uh, very engaged in trying to bring uh, an idea that I saw working. Again, other spaces in yeah. Spain and South America, and Cleveland, where the city it has to has a certain amount of spend, right? So the city spends 400 million every year. 400 right? million. Yeah, the city spends 400 million. City of Pomona spends 400 million every year. Right. What I was uh, proposing to the purchasing manager or purchasing director at that yeah. time, Mr. Mowbray, M- I think it is, at that time, I was telling him that uh, to explore a policy where we would commit a certain percentage of that spend towards Pomona businesses because they're going to spend the money anyway. Right. Right. And instead of just being willy-nilly about like where they're spending those dollars, you yeah. know. To really say, okay, let's let's give Pomona right a first refusal. Pomona businesses write a first refusal yes. on these spends, maybe ten percent only, fifteen yes. percent. And so what you have is a situation where you're actually recycling Pomona dollars yes,
0: absolutely.
1: back into Pomona. So it's Pomona tax okay. dollars being spent on Pomona businesses providing Pomona services to right. Pomona.
0: So what that makes me think about um, like the Chamber of Commerce hosting a Community-wide training on how businesses can fill out that vendor form and right. become vendors of the city, right. so that that process is already done. Because again, you know, there's a process, right? They won't spend money unless there's paperwork, correct? Right, right, and yeah, involved in it, right? So to get our community business owners that paperwork, uh, that's half the process, right? Exactly. And the other process is just championing.
1: It's you know, championing the cause, championing the idea. Right, yeah, exactly. So, for example, uh, the school district in Pomona, uh, before our current superintendent, the previous superintendent, back in, I want to say, 20, I forget what the year was, maybe 2018. Richard right? Martinez. Yeah. 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 So he was, uh, they, they, at that time, the school district had a spend of about $85, million 85 okay. In construction. Right. Okay. Just in construct, just the construction spend by itself. Right. And that's conservatively speaking. And that's just me eyeballing it. Right. There's yeah. nothing official or right, right, right. anything that okay. I want to be, you know, say, let's, yeah, let's yeah, audit yeah. Don't that. Don't quote me on this. Right. Don't quote yeah, me yeah, on it, it, it. But it's something that, you know, I went through every single agenda yeah. and I found, you know, everything that said construction, right. you know, and I just put it on a spreadsheet and I added it all up and it came out to $85 million. Yes. On that spreadsheet, it also showed, okay, how many businesses were uh, Pomona businesses right, right. that were um, a part of that. Right. And you know how many were Pomona businesses that did, were part of the construction spend that year? Zero. Zero. Right? Yeah. And there's a lot of construction companies yeah, here sure in Pomona is. that could, bar- could be participating in that. Right. So I brought that issue up. But the, here's the good news. Here's the good part, right? I need to share this part, is that after I had brought that up, uh, staff there made a purposeful effort to try to be more inclusive of Pomona businesses. Right. And it ended up that they ended up doing a, a contract. I heard, I don't I don't know this for sure, but I heard that they ended up doing a contract uh, with uh, Elias uh, Construction Company that's right there on uh, East End and 9th yeah. okay. Street. You know where yeah. they are, right? Yeah, yeah, right yeah. in the corner yeah. right there. Right. And so now they were going to be part of you know, that spend. Yes. So now you're looking at a, you know, and, and I helped, you know, I talked to uh, Mr. Elias himself and I said, this is kind of what I'm thinking about. And, you know, and that's all I was able to do. I wasn't able to kind of like hold their hand and get them down the sure. road on it, but just introducing the idea that what Absolutely. if yes. Pomona businesses were part of a focused effort on the spend from, you know, not only the school district, the city yeah. and the hospital and Cal Poly and Western U. Right, and right. what if all of a sudden now, you know, just a certain percentage? We're not saying, you know, spend all your yeah. money. You right. Mean it's
0: three percent of a million right. dollars. Three. Three
1: percent of four hundred uh, million, million, right? million, right. Or ten percent, you know, whatever it is, it creates it creates a situation where yes. you're actually recycling dollars. And so there's there's more innovative ideas like that, Andy, Absolutely. that are are not even Being addressed, it's like we're immediately going to the, like, let's tax everybody, you know?
0: Larry, that the other day, I went to a meeting at the Pomona Unified School District where the Chamber of Commerce was involved, and they were also teaching local businesses on how to... You know, go through the process of being a vendor for the school district. That's so
1: awesome, man! W- what you're
0: talking about, <laughs> but I mean, again, 2008. I mean, this is you know 2023, 2018, Tw- yeah, well, well, I mean, 2018. So all those years have passed, right? Um, And it seems like it's finally coming now to fruition. Coming to utilizing again our, our chamber of commerce to really educate, um, you know, businesses in the community on 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 how to navigate the system, right? Right. Because. It's it's kind of difficult navigating. Oh the system, my gosh, right? man! You got it all your other stuff, incredibly in life intimidating, man. That you gotta yeah. deal with. You know what I mean? Uh, and then to, to you know one more layer, but uh, a good city provides its community members uh, education, yep. public public service, sounds right, education. Man. They communicate uh, again. Right. It's it's like working together. Right. Then we work for you, right? right? Uh, yeah, well, because you do,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You do work, you right. know, as as a city. They do work for us, exactly. you because know, we pay their taxes. You know, we pay, we pay our, our taxes
0: and, you know, that's— uh, But we would say that in maybe our city in, in the past uh, or many other cities, it doesn't always feel that way to a community member, that they work for us. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely it doesn't. And, and most people don't recognize it that way. People don't look at it right. unless— you're, like, engaged, and, you know, you're you know, you're know there, and you're like, well, wait a minute, those guys actually work for me, unless you're doing it like that. Yeah. And you've been doing it for many years, like I have, like you have. Yeah, right. You know, we have that understanding. But most people on the outside are just going to work, you know, coming home. They pay the bills. They, you know, they feed their families. You know, they raise their children. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, you know, the city will never go for that or something yeah. like that. They, they don't understand it. It's not uh, – the, uh, it's kind of it's kind of the reverse. It seems like like we work for the city, when in
0: fact it's,
1: yes, it's a, but I'm so happy to hear that. When did that go down with the Pomona Unified School District? Uh, I,
0: I Just recent, was in the last six months.
1: Oh my uh, gosh, that's so awesome, man, yeah. to hear. And it's like we need to do we need to do more. That's what the right. city of Pomona could do. Shout right? out
0: to Monica, the Chamber of Commerce. Right, People keep Shout those out, uh, community man. workshops,
1: yeah. you know, going
0: on so that we're better connected right
1: keep it going yeah yeah i'm glad that they were able to take that torch
0: and you know run with it man i mean i think that's that's fantastic yeah and uh i mean it it was an exciting meeting Uh, both of them weren't but you you get a lot of information right they navigate through through the powerpoint on how to make the connections and what forms and yeah uh and there was a lot of in the pomo unified meeting there was uh construction people and and They were again a variety of businesses, you know. I think more like catering. You know, if you're gonna cater for (laughs) teachers or whatever, then then keep it in house. But yes, I didn't realize that that much money can go in just to construction uh, and things of that nature.
1: So, so now you have a situation where, let's say, you do a 10% commitment to, you know, solely Pomona construction companies, right? Right, right. right,
0: right. If you're
1: spending 85 million, that's $8.5 Eight point five million dollars more in revenue right. that the city is recycling you know within its own borders, and it's not a new concept, man. I mean, yeah, different communities you know do this right. everywhere um you know the african American community does it, the Jewish community right. does it, and it's it's not a new concept, but it's it's something that we could formally you know make happen right. in the city in lieu of you know saying, okay, well, we just need to start taxing everybody. There seems to be more innovation, you know. It's yeah, innovation here. is a lot
0: better than taxation, I tell you. Right? It, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Innovation, absolutely. yeah. And I think uh, it, just by pivoting a little bit, seeing things in a different way, we could probably avoid a lot of these taxes, you know. It's, um, I'm, a, I'm a father of, of two young children, you know, me and my wife, and, and it just really sucks, I think. Every, every time uh, we have to go to the tax guy and pay money,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, even though we get we 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 reserve uh, I don't know the term of it where yeah. they say we we're gonna we're gonna give you all the money up front so you don't have to tax us later. Right. Uh, <laughs> you you think you're okay with that? Yeah. But then at the end of the year you still owe taxes because you don't own a property or or right. something that you could write off. Right. Uh, and then to stop it off in the own your own community that you live in. Uh, you run you want to really support your own community, but you think, wow, am am I gonna you know, 10.25% tax in my community or am I going to go to the community next door worth you know, 7 point something and spend my money there? That's that's the other thing, it, it's, Andy. It's a challenge, you know?
1: That's the other thing. I mean, just like uh, we were talking about before we went live, you know, how we how Chino, you know, just a neighboring city, 7.75% right. right. tax. You know, here in Pomona, you know, we pay some of the highest over 10%. We pay some of the highest taxes yeah. in the state of California. With the median income of, you know, that's much less than Chino. Yeah. Right? right. Much less than Chino. So how does that work? You know, how, how does that work? What's going on with that, right? Does <laughs> that know. make sense? Yeah,
0: I, well, I, it's the world that we live in. You know, again, it, it certainly seems that the, the rich or the well-off, they know how to navigate the system, so they manipulate the system. You know, uh, by not paying as much taxes as you know this lower record kind of things because we don't have this 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 access to this knowledge you know on, on,
1: that's it, man you know how
0: do they navigate the financial system so taxes we knowledge. get taxed more than rich people from what I understand, yeah, and that's because they know how to maneuver right right uh and so it's, it's it's a, shoot, but, it it's true, but you know we live in a world that kind of sucks you. Uh, uh, we save money, we're taxed. We spend money, we're taxed. We make money, we're taxed. Everything is taxed, and 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 I wish I knew the, the exact number, but they say that we work maybe three months out of the year that just goes to straight to taxes. Straight to taxes. Yeah, a third, three a third months out of a my third time. Third of here, your income,
1: man. My Absolutely. third of my income.
0: So third I'm working of your Three months just for
1: just to pay the taxes. Just to
0: pay the taxes. That's and and, and you mind. think
1: and you think that you know it wouldn't be so bad either. You know another kind of argument for taxing would be, like, if we were able to solve some of the problems. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, what, what we found, you know, the biggest uh complaint that I have, you know, in my most recent uh appearances before the city council was this massive payout we did to the city manager. I don't know if you read about oh, that, yeah. but they... They paid him $600,000 to go away, right? And they were, then his contract. Yeah.
0: That hurt my feelings when I heard right? that. Like, and I, I don't make over $100,000 right? a year. Oh, my gosh. And, and,
1: and so. You pay somebody $600,000 to go away. To go away. Right.
0: You know, and that, you know, that's like six years of my work that it, yeah, it blows my
1: mind. But it, it's it's mind-blowing. And, and you think like, okay, if you have the stewards of our finances, you know, heading this whole situation up. And and they're saying that okay, they're you know, what what was reported in La Voz, I I need to say that, you know, La Nueva Voz does a magnificent job of really getting to the uh the heart of the issue on this on this particular situation with the city manager and talking about that the his contract said that if he was fired he would get a severance pay. Right. But that if he retired, he wouldn't get a severance pay, and he would go on our payroll, on our retirement payroll. Right? What the city, you know, the stewards of our finances, called, also known as the mayor and the city council, did in this situation was they gave him both anyway. Even though his contract said he can only have one or the other, they ended up giving him both. And then, you know, in talking to the uh, the reporter for the Daily Bulletin, who also covered this issue, was saying that there was some contradictory information that came out of, like you know, when did he leave? Did right. he not leave? He was. They, they were told that he did leave. That he didn't leave. Uh, you know, so there was something going on there, right? Something that is. Uh, you a have little, to
0: be in the inner circle to know, huh? Right. <laughs> yeah,
1: and and even uh, David Allen, the famous columnist for right. the Daily Bulletin, came back and said, you know, we'll never know, right? Because that's how the city. You know, that's how that's how they do things. And so uh, the new hire that they have the new hire for the city manager, Um, you know, I I love her, man. I think she's worked with her for years. Yeah, I think she's fantastic individual. Again, going back to the but on the contract side of things, you know, it's like they're going to pay her twelve thousand more than the other guy. And it's only fifteen thousand dollars less than the city manager makes in Los Angeles. Yeah, who runs a population of three million people? We're only one hundred and forty thousand, right?
0: See, I, I didn't know any of those numbers, and, and so hearing them, it just
1: you seem like I, okay, I wonder, what's what's going on, right? Yeah, so, wow. So we're like, okay, you guys are supposed to be the you know good stewards of our right. finances. But It looks like you know it's kind of like a like an open. You know, checkbook here, man, and just kind of going willy nilly, combined with no innovation. You know, in terms of like the farming thing I talked about, and the you know, let's uh, recycle some of Pomona's dollars, and let's dedicate a certain percentage of our spend towards Pomona businesses, which everybody benefits there. sounds reasonable. Um, Why, you know, you know, why do we need this tax, and why are these people getting on board? You know, with this tax, and then you add to that, Andy, which is, you know, one of the reasons why I'm here today is the, the misleading aspect of of, of Measure P on on the ballot itself, where um, you have in in one section there are, you know, obviously I'm against the Measure P is, yeah. which is uh you know. Um, Continuing the tax the way that it is.
0: Larry, before we go get to Measured P, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to take a quick little station break. And then yes. when we come back, uh, perhaps you can read us a little bit about Measured P. And sure. And we'll go a little more into detail. Okay, man. All right. All right. Sounds, Sounds good. good. All right. Yeah. We'll be right back. Here in 3P Studios in downtown Pomona, Art Colony. And today we're learning about Measure P, uh, getting into a little civic engagement. So uh, tell us a little bit more about Measure P, Larry.
1: Right, yeah. So Measure P, as it reads right now, it says, uh, In 2018, Pomona increased the sales tax percentage by a quarter with the promise of improving uh, the police 911 services and reducing homelessness and repairing streets. Right. So that's that's the first part of right. it. So if we just stop right there. Right. Okay. And and we say, OK, you know, how are we doing in that space? Right. right? How, well, how, how do we do in the in the first four years? Right.
0: Well, I got to tell you, I, that's it's a tough one. The homelessness, uh, it's increasing everywhere, not just Pomona. And I think that's a much deeper issue, of course. Uh, but being around Pomona I and interviewing homeless people, it certainly seems that many of the homeless people are not from our community, but they come from outside our community and find a home here. Uh, so that's one. Uh, okay, it doesn't seem as a normal guy that homelessness has been reduced on account of this monies. The okay. second one was... Uh, They're repairing the streets. Well, I, I've been seeing some repairs lately, uh, but... There's still a lot of streets that be repairing and again, I don't know uh, how how that how that goes. Well, I got I got, I got think, as, a, as a cyclist,
1: that? as a as an avid cyclist, yeah. and you know I ride my bike, you know, throughout Pomona all the time, wherever I can to yeah. meetings, wherever right, right, I'm right. going. Um, I can tell you that we're not doing too good. <laughs> right. We're not doing too good in that space, and and <laughs> and, add, okay. and adding uh you know, a little bit more, you know, daylight. To that situation, we we got some monies uh, from a from a grant for that we we're given The city was given uh, COVID dollars, like yeah. I want to say forty five million. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's the exact number, but somewhere in that range, sixty forty five to sixty million dollars, the city was given as a as kind of a to, to deal to shore up the COVID challenges. Yeah, well, it turned out that. Um, you know, those monies went to repair. That, that was the money went to repair Philadelphia Street. Okay. So, so the tax. You see what I'm saying? The tax increase, right, was wow. not used to repair the Philadelphia Street.
0: It was, it was an outside source of sa- money source that of
1: money. was used to repair right. Philadelphia Street. And and the the challenge was that is that um,
0: you and know if the, you don't know these things. Those insider like these what happened? Like I, I mean, it's a this is not just average information that everyone right, knows. Right. Uh, how the money is shuffled from one pot to the other, because it needs to be spent in in a, in a time and you know it, it's real. It's complicated to say it, the
1: least. It, it is very complicated, and and you think about okay, well, you know, you think about Philadelphia was repaired, yeah. and then you look at Mission, where where was was that. Covid money, or was yeah, the that the quarter
0: Bishop quarter that all that work? Right, has been yeah. Done, right? Or or was that was, was this that tax, Covid money, or right? was
1: that this tax money? Right. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know, right? Then you know we we should know. They should be you know kind of transparent. As To what happened, right? But uh, again, getting back to my avid cyclist, right? You know, story, you see the streets
0: on a daily basis. Oh, There's my much gosh, to be desired. man, yeah. I
1: mean, if you go down, you know, Gary Avenue yeah. coming down uh, Mission, or if you go down White Avenue right. coming down from Mission,
0: and okay, 2018, it, this is 2024, so it's been
1: you know, it's been I mean, some time, you know, man. It's been some time, yeah. so
0: so we got two marks down homelessness, nope, it hasn't uh, decreased, right? Uh, repairs, right? Not, not as uh. Not as good as we think they should be. Right. What's the next one? And then
1: and improving police and 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 nine one one services. I don't know that that was actually a, a challenge before. You uh-huh. know, I I don't know that. You know, I don't I don't know what the measurements are. Yes. I, you yes. Know, I'm not I'm not right. sure. I can tell you this though, from uh, from uh, the police standpoint, we are because of the community, the neighborhood. We we brought back what we call the the old neighborhood watch yes, program yes. for my media community. And before um we started meeting, we had I think they were saying like maybe thirty cars a month that were being dropped off on a on side street where I live, you know? And uh they were um there's even cats that were actually um what do you call it? Uh, stripping the cars oh, wow. right there on the side of the street. Yeah, you yeah. know, and it was just like, wow. Uh, and it was pretty bad. And there was always break-ins, and yeah. you know, all this stuff. We started meeting. We started coming together. And with the help of the police, right? We they 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 ushered in certain protocols in terms of what we could do, yes. how to do it. You know, giving us key numbers and stuff like that. Innovation and, th- and that. Innovation and that com- that community partnership,
0: yeah.
1: right, that we created, uh, had a, had a, caused a significant drop in crime. Awesome. And so that relationship, not necessarily related to uh, more money, right, right, but more on the lines of of people, you know, talking to each other yeah, yeah, yeah. and then engaging the police. Like, how can we help you guys do your job better? Because yes. here's our concern. And so we started talking more cuz usually you know those relationships on uh, you know on on average I would say they don't exist right yeah. and 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 I know that uh recently the the church group at um what's it, what's the name of that church group that's right there on Phillips it's run by uh Benales.
0: oh yes uh, um, sure, not, okay.
1: Danny, uh, is it is it Danny? No, Eddie. Benalysis. Eddie, Eddie Benalasis Church, right? Uh, no. So, so he had the, I forget the name of the church, but they recently had a uh, a neighborhood watch meeting. Yeah, yeah. And I was talking to the lieutenant who helped us, and she was saying she was there at that one. She used our neighborhood watch as like an example, like hey, yeah, yeah. you know, crime went way down because the people are starting to talk to each other, and it's just it's just more open. Now, does that mean
0: you know that we need more money? Gangs for Grace. Okay, yeah, that's his from for the book, right? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, please excuse yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Eddie Banales, the church, I think it's called Gangs for Grace or yeah, Gangs to Grace. I'm not sure. I don't remember. It sure. was a program. That, that was the with book.
1: That. Yeah. yeah, that was a book that he wrote. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Right. From okay. from Gangs to Grace, and it just uh, popped up in my head. Right. I, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry about that, Larry. Go ahead. No, keep no. On, keep it going. I, I don't remember uh, what it is, but anyway, they're meeting. And and my thing was, is that I think that's what community needs to do. We right. all need to start talking. And I got the idea from my neighbor. He was like, he lives right there where the um, the DMV is at. Yes. Right there, that little cul-de-sac. Uh-huh. And uh, he's, he he was saying that he, him, there was a lot of stuff happening, you know, that wasn't cool. And, you know, the apartments are right there, you know, across the street from the DMV. So, you know, it's a can be, you know, challenging situation. And he says that. When him and his neighbors, they got together and they just simply started texting each other. So when somebody crazy was coming around that was trying to maybe get in the cars or whatever, yeah. they would just do a mass text to the neighbors and then they would all come out and they would all take a look and say, hey, man, what? you know, like, why are you trying to get crazy? You know, whatever. And they would be uh, enough for that person to say, oh, man, I'm I'm being watched. You know, I better get out of there. So you just see neighbors kind of taking care of neighbors. Wonderful. And, and, and that in and of itself is, uh, is progress to reduce crime. And not uh, going back to the old model was I'll just call the police when I need them. I won't have that relationship with them. And I think just having a better relationship as community, neighbors, yes. with the police has, has really significantly uh, reduced crime in our area. So I, I don't know that more money— is the answer i know that the uh the police and the, the as far as the budget goes as far as the the, the general budget which is um i want to say 140 you know um, police and fire get like almost 60% of that right well, you know that right I do know that yeah yeah, yeah. so it's a and, it's and a big chunk and
0: and as a reflection on the on a national level uh, you know our federal budget is Goes a lot towards you know war and oh literature.
1: yeah all, all that yeah uh, so, so that's uh, that's problematic right also be, on, on
0: a large scale or on a yeah. small scale right uh, it would be nice to live in communi- a, a community or a nation or a state whatever that looks like yeah that money would be spent on the well being of the family and the building of community right. rather than the
1: right and 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 I'm I'm not saying that it's a that it's a bad thing. But what I and, and you know, in talking to the the yeah. council member from Rialto, you know, former Congressman Joe Baca out in that area, he and I had a conversation last year and sharing a similar thing goes, yeah, that's that's kinda like, you know, what it is, you know, so it's Pomona's not out of whack, you know, I don't sure. think too much in terms of that allocation of budget to his police force. And and I'm not here to say that or challenge that in any way. Right. But I think that um that it's important to getting back to this tax, Andy. Yeah, um, to understand that I don't think we got there, man. You know, we haven't got there. You know, in the past five years with this increase in tax, and and to say that now we want to keep it on permanent, yeah,
0: yeah, per, to yeah still permanent. have wow. To
1: still have zero results. And, and that's
0: only a point twenty five percent. That's like a quarter, or a quarter percent, or a tax. right.
1: So, so the city, the city is collecting. It says it's collecting sixteen million extra. With a, with a 2018 tax measure. Right. So that's $16 million that's getting taken out of your pocket, right. my pocket, my neighbor's pocket, right? Mexico Lindo's pocket, yeah. right? So and, to, and
0: again, the way that it's written, I mean, I support all that. I support, you know, helping, you know, the police department to be better and to fix our streets and, and, and to the end homelessness. Uh, and so reading that first measure... It says, "Oh, yeah, I could get on board with this. You know, I, I'll give you some more of my money to to fix something." But again, not much has been fixed in the past, uh, you know, six seven years. Um, is this money? Are we talking about it? Is more money the solution, or is doing things differently the solution?
1: Right, and that's that's the thing, man. Uh, when when you look at it, you know the the proponents of this particular tax measure, who are um, It's uh, Nora Garcia, uh, who's our, you know, our council Mm -hmm. representative for District 3, Tim Sandoval, who's the mayor, and John Nolte, who is the council member for District 1.
0: They're all good people. They're all all good
1: people. And, you know, their hearts, I believe, you know, I want to believe that are in the the right place. You know, they're in support of this tax. However, um, this... uh, on 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 the ballot right yeah. here right it doesn't show any opponents, opponents right and right. and there are opponents no? right so there's there's so clearly tell us opponents us the other side, of, the other side yeah. of measure P yeah so so there's clearly opponents to it there's actually you know five that are listed and i think the the challenge with this particular um uh, measure and the public this is why the public needs to know about this is that it shows that there are no opponents and it shows it, it makes it seem the way that it's worded. Remember we right. were talking about the wording of the yeah, measure? Yeah. Right. It makes it seem like 911 services will be taken away yes, yes. or be lessened or there'll be less police response if or or less street repair or you know more homelessness right. if this tax isn't passed. That's yeah. how they're framing it. And it's it's really not as I mean, we've just, you know, discussed it right here. Yeah. It's not that's not what's happening. Yes. You know. And so you, so there's opponents to it, but they're not listed on the actual ballot, you yeah. know, and, that's, and again, that's is that
0: purposefully done, or was thats
1: prop you that's had to
0: get something in before a certain time for it to be printed? uh you know, like I said, um
1: well, that's the thing we can't I yeah, we, that's the thing, man, we can't get we can't get a straight answer on it uh-huh. that's that's the problem All right because clearly so, tell on, us on uh, on one page, yeah, okay. on one page within the the ballot booklet, right in yes. your in your sample ballot booklet. You can read about the argument against and those five people, and there's more oh. than five people. There are listed. Yeah. They are listed. You know, you have uh, Veronica Cabrera, Miguel yeah. Vasquez, uh, so Rhonda on, on the Bellevue. Same book. Yeah.
0: In one section, there are no opponents to the where, measure. Where
1: you're marking yes or no? That's where the you're problem. Marking
0: yes, where everyone's going to look at that. Yeah,
1: one. everyone's looking at that one, and very few people go to the uh, kind of the so meat I, of the. I, I
0: wonder. Only because these are elected officials that are on it for pro, did you have to be an elected official to be on it to be against? Or, or no, are, no, mean, that's they reserve not. the citizenry, the business owners for another page. Or
1: well, no, no, that's that's not the case at all. No. It's it's not like that. They would have to be listed, and in fact, uh, you have the the supporters in this case. You know, it says Nora Garcia, resident and District Three City Council member, right? So it has her as being both, but. She could just be a resident, yeah. you know, or a business owner, or whatever. You know, there's there's opponents to sure. particular measure. Their name should be listed. The fact that they're not listed is problematic. And and um yeah, what do you call it? Uh, I want to try to find the right word. It's misleading. Misleading, okay. right? It's misleading yeah. when you right. see. Okay. I mean, and and we're all busy, right? We're trying to figure out. Okay, man, what do I feel? You know, who do I, you know, if you're not engaged like you and I are, yeah. you know, where we kind of know what's going on. Uh, you know, you're not gonna see it. You can say, "Well, I mean, if these uh, three council members are for it, you know, might as well go for it." Right. You know, it's psychological. Okay. So, and and you didn't you didn't go to the right. the next pages where it talks about the argument against and why you know it shouldn't be, and that there are people. Right. There's many people that are opposed to you know keeping that text. We all we all saw it as it was initially presented. This Measure P in 2018 was going to be a temporary fix Temporary fix. that's why it had a right. specific sunset clause meaning yes. that it was going to go away on a certain date right now they're saying no 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 let's make it permanent and and that's just like for me andy it's just such a cop-out man it just seems like why are we you know that should be like the last last and again it's 16 million dollars out of yours mine my neighbors the business's pockets because right. now it's a tax right that is supposedly going to things that you and I have just concluded have not. Now,
0: how do they get this, uh, this tax in the sense where is it a, is it a, in like a sales tax that we buy something? Yes. The money or it's is part, of the, tax. Tax. Yeah, okay, it's part so, of the sales tax. Yeah, it's part of the sales tax. Right. I buy things on Amazon at home.
1: That, you still get charged. Yeah, it's part of that.
0: Again, that. It's part
1: of one the, the sales the, tax. Yeah, it goes I'm to the, the, the. 10 point. It, right.
0: What seven, wait, was it? 10 point what?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. Ten point two five. So Poma sales ten tax. Point ten two point five two five, five, right? Right.
0: And if I lived in again like next door Chino and I bought something from Amazon,
1: seven point seven five. I would
0: Pay a seven point seven five sale tax. Right. Wow. So
1: so you have a situation where you the annual per capita uh the the see Pomona's on the argument against right, and people need to understand this part of it right. Pomona's population is low income, with an annual per capita of twenty two thousand dollars. Right, um, the sales tax is ten point two five. The city services and the streets are, you know, as we've concluded, they didn't get shored up. You know, over this last time, the time frame that they had with this new tax. In fact, other monies that came in were used to actually repair Philadelphia. And possibly, you know, the mission, you know, corridor right there. You know, I don't know that for sure, but it'd be worth looking into. But I know for sure the Philadelphia uh, COVID monies um, were you, for Philadelphia Street. COVID monies were used to repair that street, not this yeah. increase sales tax increase, right? So then you have Chino Hills that has a per capita of forty three thousand, like you were saying, more wealthier people, right? And their sales tax is only seven point seven five percent, right? So there's a big disparity there. So it goes to show that more taxation is is not the answer, right? It's it's, it's just it simply is not the case, and it's something that um, you know needs so- to be uh, scrutinized. And I, and I I get it, man. That the uh, you know the the proponents of this particular measure P they are, you know, they're bombarded, right? They're they're being told, oh, we got to do this, we got to do this, you know. I, I you know I I respectfully disagree, you know, I respectfully disagree because because of the you know what we just talked about. Right. And and then, you know, the work that I've done, you know, around the digital divide and you know, I've brought to to the doorstep of the city, right. you know, experts that could um create a municipal broadband network. And that's the way to go. We we need to create our own Broadband network so that we can be competitive with Frontier and Spectrum and bring those prices, normalize those prices down to what other people in the country are paying when they have municipal broadband. So, for example, I think I might have shared some of this last time, but just for the sake of this yeah, yeah. discussion, um, there's a city in Far Texas that's doing municipal broadband. They're offering 500 gigabits up and down. Right? Megabits up and down, megabits per second, uh, up and down, um for twenty five bucks a month. Twenty five dollars a month. Five hundred up and down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Chattanooga, Tennessee, if you're on the free and reduced lunch, yeah, you get it for free. Yeah. Internet. Right. right?
0: So it's being done in it's other being parts of the country. Done in other done.
1: parts of the country and it can be done, but you know, for whatever reason, California, in particularly, you know, is uh, is getting uh, the short end of the of the deal here because well,
0: is, do we have like an, uh, is it because we have like lobbyists of big corporations?
1: Yeah, that specifically, yeah, donating
0: to campaigns. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have a situation here to not allow things like this. Or so, so or? check
1: this out, man. So, one point eight three billion dollars is supposed to come into California from. President Biden's initiative around this particular issue, right, yeah. called the digital divide, digital divide, right? So President Biden says, I'm writing a check for $45 billion, right? California is going to get $1.83 billion of those dollars to shore up these challenges. We found out recently in the last couple of months, right, that from Pomona into Baldwin Park, El Monte, into East L.A., going down to South L.A. into Compton, they're not even going to get any of those monies. And the excuse is that um, that we're not ready. We haven't made any plans. Well, you can't make any plans if you don't know the money's there or if you're not training people like, you know, Monique, yeah, yeah. right? How to go after this stuff, How to how to get ready, how to make sure it happens. Yes. Oklahoma's doing it. Louisiana's doing it. You know other parts of the country are getting it done in terms of educating their municipalities on like how to take advantage of these monies. But here in California, as you were saying, lobbyists is so powerful, man, that they are um you know muddying the waters you know and and the way that they've set it up, they have the guy that's from the Department of Technology, right? He used to be with Comcast he was Comcast public affairs official in San Francisco in the Bay Area and now he's with the Department of Technology, which is part of this revolving door concept that you know you yeah. may be familiar with, uh-huh. where now you have the corporate guys now in the public sector actually directing where these dollars are gonna go, right? right? And, and and if we're left off of the map or left off of the uh you know the the allocation where yeah. the money's supposed to go, he doesn't care. Sure. Right. That's not that's not his concern, and and that's what was that's what's my comp- my chief complaint with the whole plan that California came up with, what was that is that the leadership in this space for these monies is not sensitized to what's happening, and the fact that the money exists in the first place, the one point eight three billion exists because Pomona exists, because El Monte exists, because East LA exists, because yeah. South LA exists, because Compton exists, the money. Ex- The money is there uh, because we exist, right? And get this, if we are not recipients of any of those dollars, then we have failed. And that's what I wrote about. You know, I wrote that in the commentary to the Department of Technology. Uh, There was a deadline last month in January. And I said, you know, California's, you know, massive failure and their the the name of the 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 grant money from the Biden administration is called BEAD B E A D right? California's massive failure in their BEAD plan right? So if we're not going to get any, our money's not going to get any. Yeah. Um. You know how how does it, how do you reconcile that man? But here's the thing: if we turn if Pomona turned their uh, built their own municipal broadband, we can turn what is currently a a cost center into a profit center. And there's another mode of revenue that we have. So now you have farming, you have the allocated percentage of the businesses, you know, of their spend, the annual spend to Pomona businesses. And you have municipal broadband. You have three ways
0: of showing we're make, up. We're making solar panels also. Making solar and panels. We also have if uh, things work out, the like community banking. Right. Uh, yeah. In a compassionate city.
1: In a compassionate city, man. And that's that's the important thing that, that we are of are compassionate. I think, you know, I I'm not here to like to knock the, the mayor or, or anything in terms of I just think we just need to, you know, make everybody else aware that there are these there's these models that are out there that are very doable. I mean, because they've already been done in other spaces. And, and we need to, you know, we need to, we need to do them here.
0: Well, I think something that needs to probably be done within our society and our community is follow the lead of these lobbyists. They're getting paid to be in the ears of our decision makers that are elected uh, to spend these dollars. The more that we're able to educate our, our citizens, and our community, our neighborhoods – where they can advocate because they're not lobbying. They're advocating for their needs in comparison to the lobbying of the corporate need, right? So it's, it's really like having a program like this where we, we have a, a conversation. We, we encourage people to, to learn a little bit more, to ask them questions because, again, this is our community. This is our country. And if we don't do anything about it, then someone will, right? Exactly,
1: man. So. yeah and so that's why again getting back to to you know what your program and what you do here Andy is so incredibly important and it's a thing that I'm so happy you have a beautiful studio here man it's a beautiful downtown Pomona yeah. and uh I couldn't be more proud of, of of you and and your work and what you're doing here for Pomona man I really appreciate really appreciate you man so important I so. appreciate
0: you You too, Larry. You know, again, it's it's building community together. Uh, There's that quote that says, uh, many hands lighten the load or, you know, many hands make light work. Right. We have all these obstacles within our society, within our community. Not one person uh, has the ability to to tackle it. Right. But together, again, we want to lift this table up. You know, one person it'd be tough, but yeah. two four out, two is a yeah. little easier. If we had four, it's four, no problem at all. Six, no problem. Just yeah. like that neighborhood over there by the D M V. Yeah. You know, they did something about it saying we got a problem. Right. Let's let's all do a little light lifting. Right. So not one neighbor has to do all the heavy lifting.
1: Right. right? And and it works, man. I mean, you know, that's that's just programs and policy that works and you know, it's it's hard. Uh you know, trying to trying to navigate this stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, we're all, you know, we're a little bit more knowledgeable yeah, and we're a little bit more happy about like, okay, I kind of, I'm satisfied. I I don't think we need this tax, say, for example. You know, I think we can, there's other ways in which we can de- get it done and I support it. Like I say, this is not just me, man. There's all kinds of people talking about the farming thing and about, and so happy to hear about Monique and getting it done with the school district. Oh my gosh, shout out to and, and I know, also the think chamber, about man. that's awesome. Lopez Urban
0: Farm. Yeah. Again, where the school and the community have gotten together. It, it, it seems I, I have a good feeling that we're on the right trend. Yeah. We're on the right path. But again, it, it, it takes community members that, that live here to right. champion right. good ideas. Yeah. Of course, and hold you know the, the those that are in charge are accountable uh to the ideas of the community that, right. that are, are uh that are vital to making you know this this this, this community grow, grow right yeah there and there's another spot too
1: that i'll bring to your attention samia's community center is right there on right. white and uh and ninth yes, right yes. so they're they're doing a bang-up job right. and uh they got a little uh technology center that's yeah. coming out gonna be offering services there that's and right so, yeah.
0: And I, I just, I just love it as, as we kind of come to a close, you know, yeah. you know, seeing you know Pomona the future, where it was an agricultural hub, you know, a hundred years ago. Now to bring back you know the goddess of Pomona, you know, of abundance and fruitfulness, of of, of feeding our families with good food, right. but also having an innovative technological side that that keeps us, you know. Yeah, you know, going you Yeah, know, man. The future,
1: right absolutely man yeah, yeah. and being knowledgeable man by having podcasts like Andy Quiñones and Pomona hey, Promise it man. Comments, you know what do you think yeah, you know, yeah. what, what, what do, do you, you guys think CD? about this man you know, uh, yeah. go towards the
0: future you know what's your thoughts about Measure P you know leave it in the comments yes and don't forget to you know like and subscribe and you know you, you hear good people coming on to you know, the 3P studios and you know, sharing what's, what's happening here in Pomona mm-hmm. you know? oh,
1: oh, yeah yeah nice. Shout out to Andy. All right, yeah, Larry. Ortega, thank you, hey, man.
0: Thanks for coming on. And, all right, brother. Thank you for giving me the again. shot, man.
1: Appreciate that. Yeah. All right. And peace. all the best, man. Peace. Pe- peace, Pomona. Peace.